We're back. Yeah. We have another show. Yes, sir. We haven't been canceled yet. Hey, oh. Hey, now. Hank Kingsley. And hey, oh, Ed McMahon also. Hey, oh. Why do Ed all McMahon. the sidekicks always say they start with hey? I said hey, oh, Galileo. Boo doo doo. I, I have no idea what you're doing right <laughs> that's now. That's a song that's popular out there. Nice. In any case, you are listening to the next installment of. Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And this is a show that we do about sports and Detroit and Kansas City and trolling Nebraska each other. And trolling. And lots of trolling. Get two scoops of everything. Two scoops of hot sports action. Yeah. And stuff. But speaking of things... Not that, like that, but... Well, no. But not, maybe. I guess you'll have to listen and find yeah. out. <laughs> but speaking of things that are not hot, you have an exciting story to tell about... A frozen Canadian sport. Oh, yeah. Uh, my good friend Lisa Anderson. I'm just going to say her last name. Whatever. What she doesn't put it out there. Put it out there, it out the there in the world. She wanted to go curling for her birthday. Okay. Well, who and, wouldn't? You know, Let curling. Just right to now. set it up, some people may not know what curling is. It's basically a predominantly a Canadian sport. It's a very Canadian sport. It's a lot like shuffleboard. Mm-hmm. But instead of you know being at the bar, you're on a big sheet of ice, like on a hockey rink. Right. So, and you've got these giant, what are they, eight-pound stones? No, they're like 34 pounds. 34 pounds? Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Okay, it's bigger than I thought. 34 pounds. With and handles then, on them. And when you shuff, when you push it down the board or, or the field or whatever they call it, the rink. The shuffleboard there's rink. There's people going in front of it with brooms to create friction to make it go faster or to stop sweeping to uh, make it go slower. That's right. And you're trying to get the closest to the center of the target That's and right. knock other people's stones out. That's right. And it's one of my favorite things to watch when I was growing up on CBC Television. Channel 9 in Canada. Hockey Night in Canada, which was, by the way, every night. They would also show curling on Sunday afternoons. And yes, I would watch. Yeah. It was amazing. Curling is something I never watch except during the Olympics, probably because it's only on during the Olympics. Right. But I, I love watching curling. It's it's kind of fascinating. It's one of those sports that you never get to see, so you're, you're kind of, it's very interesting to watch. Absolutely. And here's a quick thing. It's a quick aside. Um, July 4th, Independence Day in America. How do you feel? Really? Let me write that down. Yeah, put that, make I, a note. Okay. It'll be in the show notes. I knew, Arbor, I knew when Arbor Day was, but... Uh, How do okay. you feel? ESPN, you know what ESPN was showing on July 4th, Independence Day? Curling? The Canadian Football League. Oh. They had an all-day CFL broadcast, I believe, on ESPN2 showing Canadian... Because they've apparently signed a new contract with the CFL to start showing CFL games. Mm-hmm. Did that feel? Do you feel dirty about that? I feel horrific about that. I don't feel dirty about it. I feel it's, uh, it's kind of like you know if you're in one of those weird communist countries with a dictator, and they're like, Look, we will show you what you're missing. You're missing nothing. You're missing terrible stuff. Like and that North Korean propaganda video is showing that how all Americans need uh, to receive aid in like free food from North Korea yes. in order so that they don't starve to death on the frozen streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact they're sitting there with a cup of Starbucks that's just steaming. And then the narr- Did you see this video where the yeah. narrator's voice came over and said, this is snow donated by North Korea. <laughs> So yeah. that they, they would not all starve to death. And they are thirsty people. We protect the Americans for they are stupid. 
I don't know. I mean, but that's how I feel about watching Canadian Football League on on Independence Day on July Fourth. Why are you showing the CFL? I, feel I don't like, want to see that. I feel like most of the players are still Americans. Every single one of them is going to be American, except for like the kicker, which is exactly the way the NFL is. So what's the big deal? Yeah. What's the big deal? So, but anyway, you went curling. I went curling. How did it go? Uh, did you win? We did not win. Curling. You know what? Oh, come I, on. I was playing again on the team opposite the only Canadian that was there. And Ooh. here's what happened both times. I had the innermost stone. Yeah. Uh, on that the just fr- sounds the, terrible. Yeah. The first time. Doctor, I've got the innermost stone. Yeah. Can you please help me? Uh, the first, the first uh, end we played, I had end. the innermost stone, and then the very last stone he threw, he was the last person to go, right. called having the hammer. He laid down One the hammer. He laid down the hammer on the last and one would you say and that went inside of my stone. He then now had the innermost stone. Yeah. Wow. He went inside of my stone. He went inside your stone with his stone, mm-hmm. roughly. And then uh, the next like time we hammer. went, I had the hammer, and but his last throw before the hammer, he went inside of my stone. But you had the hammer. I had the hammer. And you missed it. I missed, well, Aww. here's what I would have had to have done. I, was, I had to hit his, because his was almost dead center. There was really no getting closer in than him. And I missed his stone by less than an inch. Wow. So if I had hit it, mine might have, it might have knocked him out so further. Wait, can you, in, in this particular instance, can you blame the broomers? Oh yeah, for sure. I totally blame the broomers. It's not your fault. It's obviously if they've been brooming correctly. If they they, if they had been sweeping harder, my my stone would have maybe come to the left. It would have curled to the left. Oh, we have a title. You know, so I will blame them. Clearly, you know, my last three stones landed in the target. I believe there was a, it was a wise man. Uh, I forget the guy's name in the Budweiser commercials, where he was like the athlete, as like he was basically the T.O. athlete as we see him. I forget who played that part, and he said, um, "Football is a team sport, and we lost today, so I'm going to blame my teammates." <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's how it should be about that. curling. Yeah, yeah. If if you're the stone thrower, it was clearly the broomer's fault, and if you're the broomer, it's clearly the stone thrower's fault. It's a little. There's a little bit of learning curve too, because you have to, you know, learning curve. Curve. Because you have curl. to, you have to push off, and you're on ice with shoes. You're on ice with shoes, so you know there is that possibility. You're just gonna eat it. You know, my favorite part about curling in the Olympics is when the person throws the stone, and then they just sort of pose and glide mm-hmm. as they're going, just put their arm in the air like a, a ballerina swan, right. and then they just sort of hold it as if holding your hand up in the air for an extra thirty feet or whatever they're sliding down the rink. Like that's the. That's the follow-through that you need. It's gone by then. It really doesn't matter what you do after that point. Right. You don't need an excessive follow-through, but it's like flourish. It's like panache. It's and like, that's what I appreciate about They do about the same curling. thing in bowling. You know, you see the guys with the crazy follow-through. They do. Uh, I always like watching... Uh, they, they let their hands hang up there, and then they wait till it's a strike, and then you get the, the fist pump. No, the best is when they hold it up there, and then it's like a split, or they miss the thing entirely, and they're all just like, ah, gone. And then like they, Lance Burton, famous magician. Or they look at their hands like, ah, what did you oh. do? And they got to flex the hands and look at the backside. Yeah. You got to go over. Or look, my favorite, uh, stare at the uh, the air that's coming out of where you get your ball from. Stare like, what? Ugh. Or they say stuff like, ah, who oiled these lanes? Could, can we get a professional lane oiler here? Can we please get a professional Zamboni driver? Can we get a real please? oil? Can we get some real oil? Can we get a Zamboni to go through the thing? Because clearly it curled wrong because the ice is not fresh. It's like that that one old dude at the casino when you're playing poker. Yeah. And he loses. He, he doesn't win a hand for about an hour. And then all of a sudden a regular shuffle is not good enough for him. He's like, 
Oh, come on. Pit boss, big scramble. Big scramble, dealer. Hand shuffle. Big Hand scramble. shuffle for me out of these machines. No. Give me a big scramble. That always makes me mad. You get like the old guy who's just like the cranky old guy playing cards at the casino, and he just doesn't see a hand for like an hour, which, by the way, happens. You just got to be patient and wait it out. But then all of a sudden, he starts getting like angry, and so every single time he gets he gets a hand that isn't aces, he just like throws the cards at the at the dealer. And I'm just like, you're being a D, dude. Just quit it out. Come on. You know what they say? Quit you, know, it out. you know what I say when when they throw their cards down like that? That's yeah. a tell. That's a tell. That's a tell. That's a tell. You had a bad hand. <laughs> He had the Oreos next to the table, <laughs> and then he threw his cards. It was a tell. It was a tell. Uh, but we got a, we got a really exciting show. I hope. Yeah. I mean, I how about, here's hoping. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Major League Baseball All Star Game. Someone got snubbed. Miss Puiggy. Uh, oh sp- yeah. Way to set it up, Brent. We just that was supposed to everybody be everybody like knows Miss Puiggy got uh, snubbed. Miss Puiggy. We got we got to talk about the Matt Stafford extension, which is of course the greatest piece of news to come out of the last week. Yeah. As well as. We've been bet. As a show, the Raisin Brand Show has been troll bet. Yeah, we are going to team up. We're going to team up against one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. So you want to hear about the particulars of that, and we talk about whether or not we should do it. But first, we're going to be hitting you up with three seconds of Rush! Wow, that was the most Canadian three seconds we've ever done until the next one. I would give that... Uh, three second break and a oh oh god why why would you do that because it's canadian and they say a do you ever see that canadian show about the boy doctor doogie hoser md i can't i can't i can't i'm not going to be able to keep up with canadian puns i'm just i'm just i'm trying and i just i hope you just maple leaf it alone yeah yes oh wow uh, Uh uh-huh okay Ooh. Yeah. Well, I think we ought to move on. Oh, come on! Why? Oh. <laughs> Dude, to be serious for a second, though. Last night, I was uh, in my backyard, yeah. and we have this bamboo tree. Yeah. And yes, you do. And I almost, got, I almost got attacked by, I think you call it a Saskatchewan? Is that? <laughs> that that's, you had to work for that, and there was no payoff. There was no you really you really did not win a peg that one. You really uh, could have. Well, uh, you should Windsor not say anymore. <laughs> say yeah. we. I'm gonna be cutting all that. Uh, That's not making the show. And last night I watched my favorite Hitchcock movie, North by Northwest Territories. You can go on, or you can not. Nice. That's no. None of these are nice. None of these are I nice. Think this is a great segment. Major League All Star Game. Yes. Speaking of things that I probably just had to cut and you will never know about because they were terrible. Wait, I wasn't talking about that at all. No. God, we've lost it. We lost the segment, everybody. Major League Baseball All Star Game is going to be on Tuesday. Who you got? American League. American League. National League. It's got to be the American, American League, right? League. We have the Tigers need home field advantage in the World Series this year. It's what they've been lacking in previous years. That way they can get swept. On the road instead of at home this How time. How dare you? How dare you? Major League Baseball All-Star Game had a few snubs. We had the most important voting, and I know the people are, who maybe not paying attention, Freddie Freeman versus Yasiel Puig. Both writing candidates got more votes than anyone else in the history of the write-in vote. And it's not really going back too many years now. It's really just dawning with the internet only a few years ago. However, Yasiel Puig, Freddie Freeman, both set the record. Who won? 
Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman won. You and your hater trolls got it done. Yasiel Puig not named the All-Star Game. Wait, it's, why are you saying that he got snubbed, Yasiel Puig? He got snubbed. He should have won the fan because vote. He's, because he's snub-nosed? Because he's Miss Puigy? <laughs> no. That's not why I'm saying that. Oh, my goodness. And then as soon as he lost, he's like, Hey! Kermy! Come sit on my lap, Kermy! No, it's the fact that Freddie Freeman is injured, can't go to the game. In fact, seven players from the final 35-man roster for the National League have been taken out. And who has not been put on the team in any of their places, despite receiving almost as many votes as Freddie Freeman? Yasiel Puig's in space! Gosh. No, but it is Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig, the most deserving man, keeps getting passed over and over and over. And it's got to be because of the Giants thing, right? Since the Giants won the World Series last year, Giants and Dodgers natural natural rivalry. Yasiel Puig getting snubbed every single time, even though everybody in the is? world, yes, every single person in the world wants to see Yasiel Puig. And if you don't, you're wrong. I think every single person in Los Angeles wants him to be, except unless you're an Angels fan, which I already. I think even that. the Angels fans are rooting for him. What what do I got? Who cares? Well, because he's a great story. Yeah, but American League, American League doesn't want the National League to win. So if they think that Yasiel Puig is really good, they don't want him to be in. Well, then, by the uh, side note, if you are rooting for the American League and you don't believe in Yasiel Puig, which a lot of these commentators out there have been saying, that he's not all that, it's too, you know, too small a sample, things you've been saying, wouldn't you then want him on the National League because you don't think he's that good? Better chance for your league to win, right? I think it's more about them th- saying he deserved it. You know, you didn't earn that foul yet. You didn't earn that oh, nomination don't even yet. Start with the, you didn't earn that foul. We'll get Brian O'Connell back in here to yell at me some more about that <laughs> on, another, on, another, on another show. So American League versus National League. Now, it's been kind of an even thing the last few years because before American League won, how many years in a row was it? Like, I was like 16 years in a row or something silly like that? At least 10, I think. Forever. They won so many games in a row. Now the National League's starting to get back just to ruin the Tigers. Now we're good again. The National League has to start winning the All-Star game to get home field advantage for the World Series. Well, I think, uh, you know, who might have a little bit to say about the the American League winning? Go ahead. Put it on me. Kansas City Royals oh with gosh. three all three. No way! You only had two a week ago. Yeah, now Greg Holland. You know who's Greg uh, Holland? He's the closer for the Royals. Does he wear wooden shoes? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Isn't that his catchphrase? Yes. Yeah. He wears I'll beat wood- you with wooden shoes. He wears wooden shoes and uh, he picks. Uh, tu- he plants tulip bulbs. Yeah, and he yeah. tries to. He tries to hit the ball so far when he's up to bat that I don't care if he's a pitcher. Wait when till he's you up see to his- bat that he tries to hit a windmill. Yeah, I was going to say, wait till you see his windmill delivery. Ah, see, got to do uh, it. Anyway. Well, the All-Star game is uh, we're recording this on Monday. Uh, we'll be on Tuesday. First off, who you got in the Home Run Derby? Do you know who's in the Home Run Derby? So let's talk about the eight guys. You've got the list there in front of you. Lay them at me, and we'll talk about, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about the candidates, and then we will pick here on the show. So lead it off. Okay, so first off, we have... Crush Davis. Chris Davis Chris from the Orioles. Chris Davis from the Baltimore Orioles. Currently the home run leader. What does he have, like 38 right now? It's some insane number. Yeah, 37. 37 home runs. He might have hit one more last night. It's it's. I mean, he hit his 37th yesterday. Oh, my gosh. 37 home runs at the All-Star break. I mean, I don't know what the records are on such things. That's insane, though. Tied with Reggie Jackson for most home runs before the All-Star break. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. Juice box, huh? Juice box? Does he have a juice box, this guy? I mean, he started training with Brady Anderson. Maybe right? that should have been. <laughs> All right, next up, Pedro Alvarez for the Pirates. Is he even an all-star? Pedro Alvarez? Yeah, he has 24 home runs. He has 24 home runs? 
Shows you how much I'm paying attention to the the best record in baseball, Pittsburgh Pirates. Bryce Harper from the Nationals. He's a D. I'm not, I'm not even going to talk about Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is a tool and He's a, a talent. Man. He is a talent, Gosh, and he well, says what he wants on Twitter. Where you're going with this? Okay, okay. Michael Cudger, Cudler, Cudler, Cudier. Michael Cudier. Again, I asked the question: Is he even an All Star for the Minnesota Twins? How many home runs does he have? 16. 16. I mean, that's good. I mean, he's a guy who's always going to hit 25 to 30 home runs every single year. I don't consider him an all-star. I don't consider him a slugger. That's the best name they could get was Michael Kadir. Well, that's who they got. Well, we surely have. there's better home run hitters on this list to come. Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano. Now, that's a guy. I don't you know. What was the, uh, the Jim Leland's quote about the Yankees a few years ago when we beat them in the playoffs? Was that they were Murderer's Row and Cano. Nice. That was pretty good. That's good. That was a good dig in Robinson Cano. That was before he kind of came into his own. Though as a player, he's a pretty fantastic talent. Okay, who else we got? Yoannis Cespedes. Again, ask the question: Is he an all star? Is he even an all star? Yoannis well, Cespedes. I know he's been having a good year. He, he has. is the closest thing there is, I believe, in the major leagues. He's very close in talent wise and and skill wise to your boy Yasiel Puig. No, I, th- no. Here's True. the deal. No. Yannis Cespedes, I will not be taking him. I can go ahead and just put that on the record right now. Uh, who else? Is that it? Prince Fielder. Oh. Oh. An actual Los slugger. Los Tigres. An actual slugger. I wonder where my allegiances will lie. Hmm. Let's let's stretch this out a little bit. Okay. Is there anybody else? Is that it? And David Wright for the Mets. David Wright for the Mets. Hometown boy. Hometown. Past his prime. He's deep in his 30s now, isn't he? I don't know if he's deep in his 30s. I mean, he just got a big deal. He just got a... Undeserved. That guy hasn't had a, put together a complete season in a while, as far as I can remember. But sure, it's the hometown boy. You're going to have a Met in there somewhere. You need somebody they're going to, because it is at uh, the new, not Shea Stadium, the Citibank Field or something. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have a local, you got to have a local boy on there to do it. David Wright, as good as any. City I, Field. Don't, City Field. Okay, there you go. Queens, New York. Yeah. We're from Queens. It's one of the boroughs. I am Queens Boulevard. I am Queens Boulevard. Thank you, Vinny Chase. <laughs> We're just going to pick two. Hey, Vin, who's going to win the home run derby, Vin? It's going to be David Wright. He's my boy. No, we're each gonna... <laughs> I will take two. We'll each take two. I'll give you first pick. I'll take two, and then you get one. Okay. I'm going to go for I Just because he he has 37 home runs, how can you not take Chris Davis? It's going to be hard. Now, it does take a different kind of mechanics. People, We've seen this before. Big-time home run hitters get jacked up from just changing the way they go about things in order to win the home run derby. It, it's happened. Many, many times before. After Ryan Howard, I think. Yeah. So this is something that does go down. But you take Chris Davis overall, not a bad pick. I can't fight that. I probably would have taken him had he fallen to me. But let's just get rid of any drama right now for my first pick. It's going to be... Prince Fielder. First baseman for your American League Central, soon-to-be World Series champion, Detroit Tigers, the Fresh Prince of Field Air. Are you... Yeah, Prince Fielder, everybody. I respect Prince Fielder's power. Okay. You have to. He's a great player. Now, the legacy of also being the son of a home run hitter. 51 home runs, Cecil Are Fielder. You also returning champion from last year's uh, home run derby. Yep. Are you at all concerned that he has the least amount of home runs per pound of any person on the list? Oh or goodness. actually of any person in the league? Oh, my goodness gracious. Listen, CC Sabathia has fewer home runs than Prince Fielder does. Don't you dare. Look, when... Uh, <laughs> Were you at all concerned that when Prince Fielder sent all those bounty hunters after Han Solo, that he would not be able to do the home run derby? What is wrong with you? 
That is not even remote. That is not even remote. He found Han Solo. He put him in carbonite and he brought him back to his palace. How dare you? And then he, he ate a frog monster. All of th- that is why Boba Fett was chasing him because he put a bounty on his head. Well, Jabba put a bounty on his head. I thought my favorite part of that moment, though, is when um, he dropped Luke Skywalker down into his pit and Barry Bonds attacked him. Nice. But I will take Prince Fielder as the first of my two. The second of my two, don't you know, coming into his own, Murderer's Row and Robinson Cano. I would like to point out that you did take the guy who won the Home Run Derby last year and also the guy that hit zero home runs during the Home Run Derby last year. The Robinson Cano wins. The Robinson Cano wins. I think that's a terrible pick because last year, after what happened, he's just going to try to get a couple. He just needs one. And then he's going to be happy. just needs one. Yeah. Here's the deal. He's a competitor. Despite the fact it's the New York Mets home field, New York Yankees, they will be probably rooting for him hard as well. He's got a lot to prove in front of his hometown fans, even though they're not quite, but they are. Robinson Cano is my second choice. Okay. Who's yours? I feel like my second choice is a guy that you don't like, and the reason that you don't like him is the same reason that I think he could win the home run derby. Despite me? He's cl- No, not despite you. He's clearly make me he's angry? just like an alpha male. He's ultra, almost obnoxiously competitive. I'll go with obnoxious. And I feel like he I could, think I know who this is. For that, for that reason, he's going to really try to win. I mean, he's going to like really, really try to win. And it could lead to him getting zero home runs, but I'm going to take Bryce Harper. Go ahead and say it. I know what you're going to say. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, just to troll me because I think he's a colossal D, Bryce Harper. I just explained to you why he might win the the, the home run derby. For all, the re- for all the reason that you hate him. That may Don't be why. It. I do not see it. Here's the, here's a side question I'm going to ask you, okay? Winner wins, 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 chicken dinner, whatever. Robinson Cano versus Bryce Harper, who gets more home runs. Will you take me on that side bet? You're thinking about it. Tick, 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 tick. What tick. if we take our two guys together? Nope. 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 Crush Davis and Prince Fielder. What, what is the, the bet? Table. What is the bet? Uh, here's the deal. It'll be overall who wins the overall home run derby between the four people we picked. Secondarily, who gets more home runs between Robinson Cano and Bryce Harper? It'll be a have to read a prepared statement from the other person bet, like we have done in days past. I feel like I should get uh, some odds, though, since you got to pick. That was your third pick, and I had the fourth pick. Would you like to trade? No, I don't want to trade. Okay, then good. So All right, the fine, pick, you fine, fine the I'll take guy. Bryce Harper. Thank you. Do you accept this bet? I accept the bet. Now, you have to win... A majority of these. So, if, for example, if Prince Fielder wins, but Bryce Harper gets more than Robinson Cano, push. However, if Yanni Cespedes wins the home run derby, it only comes down to the mm-hmm. side bet. Yeah. Do you take that bet? Yes, Sh- I take shame that bet. bet. Read a prepared I statement. Bet, shame yeah, bet. shame bet. Question. I have a question for you. Okay. Of the four guys that are left, is there anyone that you're that you think could put up put on a show? No. I like. I kind of like Yoenis Cespedes. That dude has got some big power, dude. If, if if you were gun to my head, pick one of these guys, I would take David Wright mm-hmm. of the four remaining because I don't think Kadir Alvarez or Cespedes really belong in the class with the other people out there. Uh, this is pretty much the home run derby equivalent derby equivalent of the slam dunk competition. So would isn't you, it? There's just no there's no superstars. All the so, really talented home run hitters typically don't want to do it. This year we do have a couple big boppers, but that's it. So since you don't respect Yoannis Cespedes. I do not respect him at all. What if we take as the tiebreaker, as oh my gosh, you're gonna add a third, yeah, because a third if, layer to the we, onion. Because what if none of them win, and then what if we don't win on any of them, and then we end up we pushing? Push. That's weak. Let's so not have a push. Ultimate doesn't mean anything unless we push the first two. Second tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Okay, I take Cespedes. 
Okay. You have David Wright. Oh, are you are you going to not take this bet? You have the hometown guy. See, now when I got the first pick, then all of a sudden you don't want to take the bet. But this one doesn't apply to the bet unless we're tied on the first two. Unless we're tied. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take David right. Wright over Giannis Espinus. I'm going to have to write all this down. This is a lot to keep track of. He, well, we can just listen to the show. Listen back to it. Do you ever do that? I listen you know, to the Raisin Brent show. That's put, all I listen to. We put Raisin Brent on iTunes every week, right? We do. So put there's a, no need to write anything down. I subscribe to the show so okay. I can listen to me owning you on a weekly basis. Oh, so you don't listen to the show. That's oh what you're saying. Oh, my gracious. Oh, my gracious. So, okay, so we've got this down for the Home Run Derby, which is tonight, which should be very exciting. Last question, American League, National League. Who you got? I got the American League, and a hands down, I think they walk away with it. I take American League also. You believe in the American League as well? Yep. Well, we're both American League fans at our center. Who, Dark Horse, throw it out there, be the Nostradamus of the Raisin Brand Show. Who wins the MVP of the All-Star Game? MVP of the All-Star Game. Uh, throw a name out there. I believe... Gold Glove winner last two years, probably going to come in, make a sliding catch, and then hit probably a three-run homer late in the game. Alex Gordon. Alex Gordon. You know who I'm going to go with? You're going to be surprised who I go with here. You'd think I go with one of the litany of Tigers who have made the roster. Salvador Perez, the Royals catcher. I I will not be going Salvador Perez. Greg Holland with the windmill delivery. I'm not picking a Royal because there's no chance I'd ever pick a Royal. I'm going to go Mike Trout of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim to be – he's hitting leadoff in the All-Star game. I believe he's going to get a few at-bats. They're going to give him every opportunity to get out there. I think Jim Leland's going to give him a long hook. Mike Trout makes things happen. He scores an early run from the leadoff spot, maybe hits a home run or a a three-run double later in the game. Mike Trout is my pick for AL. I believe Jim Leland, the skipper of your Detroit Tigers, he is remembers a certain rainy day in Detroit when Mr. Alex Gordon came up and hit a grand slam in extra innings into the second row of trees out of center field and respects Alex Gordon's game and will get him in there, and Alex Gordon's going to be the MVP. Well, I think we've talked about that about as much as we possibly can for one day, so let's just bring it back after three seconds of... Alanis Morissette. Ironic. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. We're going to talk a little NFL here because the most important thing in the history, in the history of the National Football League, oh, this went down in the past week. I, 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 get it. I guess I missed this. What Big what news. It? Yeah. Huge news. Okay. Earth-shattering news that will change the landscape of the NFL. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this about the, the, the big dinosaur-type monsters that are coming out of the Earth and no, then us having to make... That specific rim. That's a movie. Oh, movie. Oh! Okay, good. No, the good, move. Good. Okay. Your Detroit Lions have re-upped with Matthew Stafford, their franchise quarterback, a three-year extension, creating lots of cap space. Matt Stafford is locked up for the next five years for your Detroit Detroit Lions. Lions. All right, Detroit. All right, get ready for how many more years? Five Five more years. I could not be more excited. Five more years of averaging 21 turnovers per year. How dare you? How dare you averaging 20? He averages 5,000 passing yards a year for the last two seasons. He's proven he's done everything he needs to do. Calvin Johnson almost hit 2,000 passing yards last year. 10,000 passing yards the last two years. Averages 5,000 yards hasn't been done very often in the NFL. Matt Stafford, one of the few quarterbacks to have done so. If he only had a running game to support him. Oh, wait. Reggie Bush is in town now. We have a running game. 16-0. That's all I can say. It's a clear... 16-0. 
gosh, I wish we'd have been doing this 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 show all those years when you just talked so much trash about Reggie Bush and how terrible he was, and now all of a sudden he's a Detroit Lion and he's amazing. God's gift to the NFL, Reggie Bush. Give him back his Heisman. Give it back, everybody. I was wrong. He deserved the Heisman. All right. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. 80 touchdowns. It's a lot of touchdowns. 54 interceptions. That's more touchdowns than interceptions, what I'm hearing you say. Oh, okay. So that's just your... That's your it's a good starting your point. Your break-even point is just to have How's more. How's Alex Smith looking? Alex Smith last year, didn't he have like 17... 17- I'm talking overall for his career. Well, let's. I'll look him up. Look him up. We'll be right back. Okay, well, let's talk about your boy Alex Smith. You say Matt Stafford. Oh, he he can't lead a franchise into the future. Eighty touchdowns, fifty-four interceptions. What about Alex Smith? Eighty-one touchdowns, sixty-three interceptions. Oh, oh, okay. So he, that's pretty darn mathematically close between okay. the two. Yeah, and I'll now you're going to gonna you. say Alex Smith is the next big thing, but Matt Stafford is doo doo is a poo poo platter because Kansas City has a running game. Uh, we have Reggie Bush now. We have a running game as well. Five-year okay. extension. Now, all of a sudden, the Lions get 5 to $6 million in cap space they did not have previously. We can sign another defensive player. We can sign another offensive lineman. Hold on. We can take advantage of one of these cap casualties that's going to happen in the preseason. I couldn't be more stoked about that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. I agree. You do have like 5 to $6 million more cap room, but I, my understanding was, from what I read, is that the 5 to $6 million has been earmarked just for uh, Matthew Stafford to get at buffets. What's wrong with you? He's got a he's got a little plumpy face. Yeah, it's a good looking dude though. He looks that like is a good looking dude. He looks like he's attacking New York, and guys with plasma machines are what shooting are he, things at him. He is trim. He's got a little bit of a, like baby fat on the face, but he is a he is an athlete. That guy is trim. He's cut. He's he's a he's a grown man. He looks like he's a uh, he's about to attack Daredevil and Spider Man and wearing a, lo- a, a suit. Really? And he's the kingpin. You go of for the kingpin city. on that. That's one? right. Yeah. No, he's not that fat. What he is wrong like, with you? Wait, isn't he also named Jabba Chamberlain? <laughs> no. No, he's not Jabba the Hutt Chamberlain. It's interesting. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Matt Stafford, five-year extension. We've got him locked up all the way to the age of 29, and he is no longer the disastrous cap uh, hit every single year that he had been because he was the last number one overall pick taken under the old collective bargaining agreement before they came back and fixed the system so that way the number one overall pick didn't tank your entire team. Looking at you, Jamarcus Russell. Well, you're just lucky that My Name is Earl got canceled, because then he wouldn't be able to do this. If he was still playing Earl's brother on My Name is Earl, he wouldn't be able to be a football player. He's not fat! He is not a fat guy! What is wrong with you? Anyway, he's going to lead us into a promising near future Super Bowl, potentially this year, at least in the next three years. It seems the writing's on the wall. Well, you're just lucky that uh, he, he got knocked out in the first round on that splash show. Was that him that sunk way to the bottom? They called him Louis Anderson, but that was clearly Matthew Stafford. He's not a fat guy. Hey, Matthew Stafford has never been funnier, I'll say that. Hey, I, you're just lucky that he's not doing magic tricks with his uh, with Teller anymore. <laughs> what you, he doesn't look anything like Penn Jillette. Except, I wouldn't say anything. I mean, they both, they both have big old bellies. You're lucky he's not arguing with Gary Busey on Celebrity Apprentice anymore and singing I Would Do Anything for Love. Manny Pacquiao? Oh, wait, <laughs> Meat that's loaf. Meatloaf. There's very little of this segment this is going to be... Oh, I think it should all be in there. Oh, my God. I speak the truth! 
Anyway, Matt Stafford signing the extension is probably the most exciting. I was hoping it would happen. There were fears of me that would do a Joe Flacco situation where they would just kind of say, well, prove it first. Then he goes and proves it. Then we're really in the poop for it. Yeah. He, he signed for about $14, $15 million a year. you got to say that Stafford's really on a roll. Probably a jelly roll. But, oh, uh, goodness. $15 million a year, which puts him below the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. And I think that's fair. And I think Matt Stafford in his statement afterwards says, yeah, I don't deserve to be in their caliber. I, be- I think I deserve to be paid like one of the top tier quarterbacks. Maybe not the ones, but definitely in the 1As. He got a very fair deal for both sides. Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Happy quarterback. Happy team. That's I'm generally happy because he's, he's getting paid way too much and you guys end up paying in the long run. He did say also that he wanted to eventually be paid as much as Warren Buffet, and he just didn't realize that it was pronounced Buffett, and he just loves the word Buffet so much. Are you done? Are you done? Look, I, okay, last thing I want to say about this. Yes. I just, I'm glad that he has, that he's able to just hang out with the Cosby kids all the time. Oh, come on! You know? Hey, hey, hey! That is wrong on so You're wide open, and I'm going to throw a pass to you. Nah, nah, nah. Throw an interception. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, hilarious. Oh, you're a real funny man. You're a funny fellow. Yeah. Now you're done. Now I'm done. Okay. Thank you. Because we have a separate NFL point to make here. We've been challenged by... I'm just glad that he's not still the king of queens. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. We were bet by a friend of the show and longtime listener, Jason McClain. St. Louis fan, Cardinals fan, J Mac, Rams fan, I think. He challenged us to a football bet that he thought was fair and thought we would take. You want to know what it is? It's a bad segment if you don't. He challenged that combined, your Detroit Lions and your Kansas City Chiefs would combine for 18 losses or more on the season. He wants to challenge us to a shame bet. He shames us. Now, this is a tandem Raisin Brent bet. We normally were against each other. Here would be teaming forces. Wonder Twin Powers activate. He's to take on a listener that the Chiefs and the Lions will will lose eighteen games. a combined eighteen games, meaning that basically he thinks both of our teams will go no better than seven and nine, and if one does better, the other will do worse. He put the over under match at eighteen games. What do you think? Even with Fat Stafford, uh, <sighs> sorry. Matt Stafford oh my at quarterback. I, I, you know, I, I don't see that happening. I mean, do, do we run, run down the games and see, like... Well, let's, we... let's tell you what. Let's look at schedules real quick right now. We'll talk wins and loss. Let's do... Which one do you want to do first? Lions or... Lions. or Lions. Okay, let's do the Lions schedule. We'll talk about wins and losses. We'll talk about where we think the wins are happening, and we'll see where we're at at the end, okay? All right. Right by me. Lions, start out. Start out. At home. At home versus Minnesota. That's a win. I think that's a win. Win. Okay, great. At Arizona. That's traditionally a loss, unfortunately. I think that's a loss. Yeah. At Washington. At Washington. Uh, our track record against Washington is pretty good lately. We don't know how RG3 is going to be, if he's going to be back yet. For sake of argument, let's just call that a loss. Okay. At home against Chicago. I think that's a win. I, I think, think it's a win also. I think Chicago takes a huge step back this year. Mark At- Tressman, I don't know what they're doing. Speaking of CFL, don't know what they're doing. Right. At Green Bay. That's a loss. Loss. I hate to say it. At Not Cleveland. Bad. That's a win. That's Could a win. Be a loss. I'll give you that one as a win, though. That's a yeah. win. We uh, don't lose to Cleveland. We can't lose. If I'm going to maintain my dignity, we cannot lose to Cleveland. At home versus Cincinnati. Win. That's a maybe for me. Uh, okay. Okay. At home versus Dallas. Win. Okay. I say they. We beat Dallas win. last time. Tony Romo chokes against us. I say they win one of those games. Okay. So okay. I'm, so halfway okay. point, I've got them five and three, and I've got them four and four. Okay. Okay. 
at home or at Chicago. Uh, I'm going to say that's a loss. I think we're going to lose that one, yeah. At Pittsburgh. Loss. That's a loss. Tampa at home. Win. I think that's a win. That's a win. Green Bay at home. I think I think this is the year we pull it out and we beat them. I'll give you that one. Six. Yeah, we haven't beat Green Bay in a really, really long time, and I think we finally got the staff to do it, at least do it at home. At, at Philadelphia. I, I think that's a loss. I th- <sighs> okay, I'll, call, I'll give you a loss on that one. Okay. Baltimore at home. That's a loss, I think. Loss. New York Giants at home. Win. I think the Giants take a step backwards as well. I'll give you a win there. And finally? At Minnesota. Win. Here's I, you. I'm going to say they split those last two games. So okay. I have them at 7 and 9. I have them at 9 and 7. Okay, so if we... So, so far, eight. So, if we split the difference, eight and eight. Eight and eight. I mean, and that's just, and that, here's the deal. I personally think that the team is going to win nine or ten games this year. They might even take a bigger step forward and beat a bunch of teams that would surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I don't see how this team does worse than seven and nine the way that it's on paper right now. And with me honestly believing Chicago and Minnesota take leaps backwards this year, nine and seven, I think, is fair, even though I believe the, the ceiling uh, is much higher for them. But let's talk about Kansas City Chiefs right now. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of games, honestly, that Detroit couldn't win. Yeah. You know? Even the the game you were saying, like, at Philadelphia, they could win that game. Absolutely, they could win that at game. At Arizona, they e- could win that game. Even last year when they were losing a whole bunch, we lost the last eight games of the season, starting the season four and four. The wheels all fell off the wagon. We were in or had the lead in a bunch of those games, but our lack of a defense and a lack of a running game, which we now have a much better defense, much better secondary with Glover Quinn coming into town, a g- much better running game with some of our older guys leaving the line, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Backus retiring, et cetera. Not that he was bad, but he was, I mean, he was all right. But now I think we've improved all over the place. And Reggie Bush coming in is going to be a huge world of difference. We'll actually be able to ice these games, whereas before we just crap them away because we couldn't stop passing the whole game. Yeah. And we just throw, 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 lose, lose, lose. We couldn't kill the clock. Right. So I, I, think we, I think we do take great strides ahead as far as maintaining leads that we already have because we were front runners who fell behind late a lot of the time. The, the Colts game. Uh, the Texans game, a lot of those, same way. But anyway, let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, we start off at Jacksonville. I think that's a win. I unfortunately have to give you a win on that one. Uh, at home against Dallas, I think that's a win. It's a loss. Home opener. Loss. Uh, at Philadelphia. Loss. That could be a win, though. If you think about, it may take a little while for Philly to, who's their quarterback even? Do we even know who their quarterback is? But I'll, I'll say for argument's sake. Michael I'll say that it's. I'll say that it'll be a loss. Okay. okay? Between Dallas, and Philly, it's I'll give them for one argument's loss. sake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Giants at home win. I think Chiefs win that. I think you win at that. Tennessee win. I think Chiefs could win that, but they never play well at Tennessee. Okay. I don't know why. So they I'll should say win. I'll, that I'll one. say a loss. Okay. Oakland at home win. I'll say that's a win. Houston at home loss. We'll say that's a loss. Home against Cleveland. God, they better win that game. You need to win that one. I've got you at five and three right now. Actually, that's not I've too bad. Got them also at. at oh, and then we've got. Uh, the hard part uh, of the schedule is yet to come. Yeah. Now we've got at Buffalo. Loss. I say it's a loss. I mean, they got creamed by Buffalo the last two years, it's hard even to play though Buffalo, Buffalo was terrible. It's hard to play Buffalo well, on the road. creamed at home yeah. by Ryan Fitzpatrick. That sucks. One of the most shameful things in the whole storied franchise of the Chiefs, I would say. I'm still not mad. Good. Now, well, not good. I thought, I thought the game against Detroit a couple of years ago where we... That was at least at Detroit. It's true. It's true. I mean, you know, you can always forgive a loss on turf on the road, I think, in a dome. That's that's That happens a lot, you know. It just the way it happened, though, was nothing went right at any point. Yeah, nothing went right, game. but Jamal, Jamal Charles, Charles got hurt during the game. Got hurt so by Rory you, the mascot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rough. Okay. So, Angry Birds by halftime. That's my new, uh, that's a new quote. <laughs> at Denver. Loss. That's always a loss. Loss. Big San Diego loss. at home. That's usually a win. I think you win that one, yeah. Denver at home. Loss. I'm going to say a loss. They could win that game, though. At Washington. Loss. Loss. At Oakland, I say that's a win. I think it's a loss. 
I think Oakland always finds a way to win four or five games. Like they're never good. They're always one of the bottom three teams as far as talent goes. And then something happens where they just pull these improbable wins out. They end up with five or six wins. It seems like every year, generally speaking. And where are these wins coming from? They got to come somewhere at home against Kansas City. I don't see why it's that's not when they get one of those. I think it's late in the season though, and by this time Oakland may have just completely given up. They always fluke. They you always know? it's they always they drive Vegas crazy. They're going for that number one pick since they have n- literally nobody on their team right now. It's it's a dry barren cupboard but we'll see what happens and by the way i i i meant to say kansas city i believe is going to beat denver at home usually we do beat denver at home i don't see it uh andy at home that's a win that's a loss and at san diego that's usually a loss you think so i have them a nine and seven you know what then i'm gonna give you back the oakland game and i'm gonna put san diego at a loss right there so i've got you at seven and nine okay so nine and seven same as the opposite of what we did it's amazing how we have more faith in our own teams than the other person does but still it's hard to completely disrespect i think i'm going to lose this bet saying kansas city is going to finish last place in their division uh this year upcoming because i think oakland definitely is going to be giving them a run for their money right maybe i was a little hasty in making that bet earlier i might have some shame coming in the future yeah that's for a future episode. But combined, same town population. You, however, look at the number of losses that that puts us at sixteen. Sixteen, not eighteen. And that's with us. And at us in our worst case scenario puts us at eighteen. Scenario, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. And I do believe that both Chiefs and Detroit both have the possibility of winning double digit games. Absolutely. Okay. I well, I think it's going to be easier for Detroit than Kansas City. Okay, you had Kansas City. You had Kansas City at 7-9, right? I did, yes. You had them losing at Philly. Absolutely. That, that team could be pretty horrible. It's true. Okay. You had them losing at home to Indy. Still second, you know, still young quarterback. You had them... Indy's uh, for real, though. Yeah. I think Indy's absolutely for real. I think if KC starts off well, then the home crowd comes into it, and then they could beat anyone at home. Kansas City is known as being one of the hardest stadiums to go when in they're win. When they're good, they're, it's a I think hard Seattle might actually be kind of taking that away from you guys now as far as home fans oh, go. sure. But, but that's Kansas because, City traditionally that's because hard place to win. Seattle's really good right now. Also, a couple, of those, a couple of those away games, Buffalo is still not very good. You know, they could win that game. I'm just saying... Kansas City's got a lot of parts they're needing to pull together. There's going to be some gelling that I think needs to happen on that team. Well, the defense is good. Defense has always been okay. Defense yeah. is good. And, you know, I would say there was a similar rebuilding uh, that took place when we got Joe Montana back in Made the, the playoffs 90s. right away. Yeah. yeah. Went to the AFC Championship game the first year. Mm-hmm. So... I don't. I'm, are you really putting the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game? No, this no, year? no. I'm just okay. saying that. I, that's I don't, what it sounded like to me. I don't think it's going to take as long to to gel as you think okay. it is. I think because they're so, gonna, there's a lot of running in Kansas City too. There's not. Well, as Jamal much Charles passing. is back, and let's see how he how he plays. Yeah. So here's my question then: Do we take this bet with Mr. Listener of the Show, Jason McLean? Oh, absolutely. Do we take, we take this bet, Jason McLean? You are being on. called out, sir. You are being called out. Shame bet. Our combined teams are not going to lose 18 or more games and here's the best part to me is i tried to offer this on a flip side bet to him at first i said well how about this 32 games in a season why don't we bet that our teams win 14 or more games that way if one of us makes the playoffs there's a few extra wins in there etc and does this count playoff wins and losses no it's regular season regular season okay he said no i'd rather have it be more about your failure than your success although if one of our teams he's a jerk if one of our teams makes the playoffs, then it's probably we're not going to get 18 losses anyway because that you Assured. would probably have at least 10 wins. 10 wins. And the other team would have to lose 11 games yeah. plus a playoff loss. It just yeah. seems unlikely. Yeah. So Jason McClain, it's on. Raisin Brent, solid, approved. We will be shaming you, sir. You're getting shamed, You're son. getting shamed. I can't believe we agree on something. This is crazy. This is going to make me – is this going to make you have to cheer for the Chiefs and I have to cheer for Detroit? 
especially when it gets towards the end and we're like not to the winds yet. We're not. To the, we're getting close. Here's the deal. No, it's going to say we're going to be trolling each other the same way we always do. But if it gets close to eighteen, yeah, <laughs> then we have to start cheering for each yeah. other late in the season. Well, I might cheer Scary. for Detroit early in the season. That way, we can just take the bet completely out of the equation. Then we can troll each and other late in the season. You know what? I'm okay with that as well. Finally, we agree on something. Is there anything else we actually agree on? Uh, I think we should agree that when we win this bet, that you and I celebrate with a quart of Chunky Monkey, or as they call it in Detroit, Matt Stafford. How dare he? He's not fat! You know what? This segment, I think we're done here. I think we're done here. Right after three seconds. I think we're done here. I think that's what the buffet guys always say to Matthew Stafford. He's not fat! An hour before he's done eating. What is wrong with you? I can't. No, we're done. Three three seconds are coming up. How about three seconds of Justin Bieber? All right, three Canadian seconds. But we got more oh, segments, though, folks. Three seconds. How quickly you do pass? Three seconds go. Faster than four seconds. I'm a good singer. Could you yeah. believe I was a musical theater major? No. It's true. BFA, baby. BFA. I'm a boofa. Nice. So we got other sports we can talk about right now. I mean, we, we talk a little bit about basketball, even though you know not much is happening outside of Metal World Peace going to the New York Knicks. What are the Knicks doing? We could talk about hockey, even though there's really nothing to talk about on hockey. We could talk about NASCAR. We could talk about racing cars. No, let's not do that. Oh! Well, it doesn't seem like we have a strong take on what we want to talk about right now. So I yeah, feel like I've on. been kind of holding this back. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, yeah, and we didn't have time then. But I feel like now is the perfect time to talk about one of my favorite uh, movies. Movies? What do you? Come on, Six Pack, starring not, Kenny no. Rogers. Oh, look at the time! And Aaron Gray. Brett, I'm sorry, it looks Anthony like Anthony Michael Hall when he was skinny and little. We've run Diane out of time Lane on the show, everybody. Crazy. So we're gonna have to wrap up Raisin Brent. Uh. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I really seemed like that was where the segment was going, but it Love looks like we're turning around. That's a great song. No, like no, we're out of time. I'm sorry. We're, no. we're up against it. We've been running too long lately. <sighs> maybe next week. We'll okay. Next week, maybe next we'll talk week? about Six Pack. We'll do the loving tribute to All your right. favorite movie. All right. But until then, this is going to wrap up another episode of Raisin Brent. Yeah. I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And here's how you can contact us. You can get a hold of me at Twitter, at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can... Look after the show at Ray Brent Podcast, or even check out our main Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Like the show, get involved, uh-huh. see our takes in between episodes, blah, 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 blah. Subscribe to the show. Give us five stars on iTunes. I probably should have checked to see if there were any reviews, but we should really do that. I'm just terrible about that kind of legwork. Or is it that we didn't get any five-star reviews from our people who say they love us? People say they love us. In any case, we also want to thank Jeremy Buck in the Bang, David Noel, Greg Lopez, even though we didn't use his stuff. Garner Knudsen and the train wrecks. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Matt Stafford for not eating me. Seriously? He's not. I swear to God, he's not. Say goodnight, Brent. He's not fat. I'm about to choke you. Goodnight, Brent. And if Matt Stafford did eat me, he would be less fat. Because I'm rock solid, baby. Good night, everybody. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. Drag me out in chains You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You always get what you wanted
Welcome back to the Canada episode of Raisin Brent, your reason for living. That's right. I hope. I mean, maybe I hope not. Be kind of sad. Be a sad person. I hope you like the show, though. Yeah, I've, I think... Good if, time putting it together. If this show is the only reason for your living, then... Then we'll make more. No, I was going to say, then you should probably just end it all. No, we need the download. Oh, okay. We yeah. need the five stars on iTunes. Oh, Put us five stars, uh, subscribe on iTunes, and then, you know, that's dark. I'm not going to go there. That's just terrible. You want to start the segment over? I do. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> 